it's a totally different world from three years ago and when we first arrived to be fair everything's changed from head to toe really you know with the amount of construction and everything but yeah i mean it's 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 something that i've never experienced before in terms of what they have um the level of revenue that they have the level of money that they have coming into the country um is something that i've never seen before uh, probably only in rivaled in other gulf states that i've been to just to refresh people's memory who aren't as familiar with your story how does a young footballer from Sligo who played League of Ireland and Irish League football with Dungannon Swifts end up in Qatar? Yeah, well, I, I think it came around um, for a couple of different reasons, really. Um, I was lucky enough to, to go to the US and um, complete my education over there, so I was very keen to use that um, straight away once I graduated. Um, and the opportunity to play with Dungannon came around. I started a job in Sligo and then uh, there was an opportunity that arose out here in Qatar to be involved in the football sector um, and obviously with the lead up to the World Cup I thought it was a, a good move um, to start off with uh, so I took that um, I haven't looked back since to be fair it's been it's been a great experience it's opened my eyes I suppose to um, the Arab world and, and what it's all about the cultures um, there is a lot of similarities as well which which I suppose is is uh, probably one of the things that haven't been talked about during the World Cup um, and the lead up to the World Cup but yeah I suppose it's just the, the opportunities to, to come out to a different culture experience it get involved in the, in the football world and just to kind of experience the whole uh, procedure up until the World Cup as well. Obviously, we're, we're only a couple of days away from it now, so that was really the, the main thinking behind it all. What's been the biggest culture change for you? Um, it, it's a difficult one. Um, I think for me personally, um, I think it's been the way you have to deal with certain uh, people, um, especially in the job that I'm in now. Um, you're dealing with a lot of um, local people, you're dealing with a lot of different cultures in terms of expats um, people that are from all around the world I mean Qatar is, is very diverse it's very um, demographically um, different to anywhere that I've been before um, and as I said it's, it's mainly made up of an expat population so that's been very interesting um, I think you know it, it's been, it's opened my eyes and broadened my horizons on um, you know obviously you see in the news now there's, there's a lot of uh, negative publicity um, and all I can speak on really today is what I've experienced on the ground, which has been um, a very welcoming community in terms of the expats. Um, I've had uh, dealings with a couple of local people here um, that have been very, very nice to deal with and very professional. Um, but obviously, uh, you know, as you can see as well, um, there's a lot of media attention now. Um, and as I said, I, I can only speak on what I have seen in the last couple of or couple of years that I've been here and the companies that I've dealt with. And I, I, that's one thing that I would say is that um, the companies and, and the culture within those companies, everybody is treated fairly. Um, everybody is treated as equal and, and they take pride in that as well. So um, it's been very interesting to, to see that um, from that point of view. Just before we get to matters World Cup related, just to go back to that kind of impression you've had of dealing with people is english the working language there for you yeah it would primarily it would be in the expat community definitely so um just an example like you'd be working with people from you know tunisia sorry uh lebanese uh people there's a lot of uh, us uh people out here so it deals with the us embassy um so yeah english would primarily be the, the main language um i'm involved in advertising and marketing out here so for us, for example, we, we have to do everything in both Arabic and English. So we obviously work a lot with uh, Arabic translators, Arabic um, 
contractors, etc. And because again, that's part of the the legal requirements out here. So it is a mix, Austi. Yeah, but it's it's it is primarily English that we deal with. So I remember watching Sepp Blatter announce and the World Cup in Russia in twenty in twenty eighteen. We'll go to Russia, and in twenty twenty two, Qatar. So you've come in on the kind of latter stages of the preparation for the World Cup in Qatar. Have you seen a huge change even in the three years you've been there? Massive. I can't even describe it. Like I, I'm fortunate enough to get home in the summers for a couple of weeks. You literally come back Austin, off, off a flight and the roads have changed. Um, this was a country that had no infrastructure at all in terms of metro, in terms of hotels and accommodation. Um, so the, the change, you know, they've spoken about it over the last 12 years since they've won the bid. But for me, I've been here three and a half years and even the change since then has been, you know, there's no other word for it but astronomical really because it's just been, everything changes here overnight. Um, and even to this day now, um, they're still preparing the fan zones, um, which are, are the final touches. But again, they're, they're working incredibly hard to get everything prepared for it. So it's, it, it's going to be an interesting spectacle because Qatar is, is only the size of, you know, Galway, Mayo, Leitrim, maybe even Sligo combined. Um, you literally can go to the top of the country and back down to the bottom of the country within an hour and a half. So it's going to be very interesting. It's the first World Cup that they're going to have seven stadiums within 20 minute radius of each other. So, yeah, they had they had no infrastructure whatsoever. Um, it's, it's interesting as well. A lot of Irish people, uh, there's a big Irish community out here. A lot of them uh, worked on the metro stations and um, the lines for the metro um, and getting the infrastructure in, pa- in place as well. So, uh, yeah, huge changes in the last three years. And of course, the reason the World Cup has been played in Qatar in November and December is because it's too hot to play the tournament in June and July. Remind us what sort of temperatures Qatar can reach. It, it's very hot. <laughs> it's too hot. It's, uh, so in the summer, it would get around 50 degrees. It would kind of max out at that. that. That's okay. The problem then is the humidity on top of that. So the humidity reaches um, 100% most of the time throughout the summer. So it's it's very, very difficult to do ending uh, during uh, daylight hours. Uh, then at night, obviously, the humidity tends to get worse. Um, so it's, it's very, very difficult to operate uh, sort of from May through to August. Um, really only up until the last two weeks it's it, the humidity has been quite high as well which has been the first time in, in a in, in a long time definitely the first time in in the three years that i've been here uh, that it's been like that but I, I read actually an article the other day about um the effects of global warming in the gulf and it seems to be accelerating quicker here than compared to uh, in europe and, and elsewhere so um yeah the, the temperatures here are, are very 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 harsh uh, throughout the summer months Okay, so the pale-skinned and uh, red-haired English and Welsh soccer players, they're, they're going to feel this when they arrive out there, even in November. It, it'll be okay now. I think it's, going, it's, it's definitely come down. Um, during the day now, it's around 30 degrees. And, and I say that lightly because 30 degrees in Qatar would be very different to 30 degrees in Ireland, for example, because you have to remember, we're living in a desert. There's sand particles in the air. Um, so it, it's for, it, the UV light doesn't seem to get through as much. Um, so yeah, it will it will be a lot cooler. Um, I think it's interesting as well. You do find um, between now and between January, there tends to be a drop nearly every day in temperature. Um, I don't know exactly what it is from a numerical point of view, but there, there definitely is a drop. So no, the, the factor fifty won't be needed, Austin, for the first couple of weeks of the World <laughs> Cup. What is the buzz amongst the Qatari public like 
Jake, for this World Cup? You know, you're, you're used to a build-up for a big soccer tournament at home where you have all the supplements, the TV and media exposure, you know, streets and towns been decked out in their country colours, etc. What is it like there for this tournament of this scale? Um, yeah, I've look, I've never seen anything like it before. Um, I suppose, I, I don't even have something to compare it to Austin, to be fair. I've been to a couple of events um British Open was in Port Rush, uh, as you said, a couple of football events, uh, NFL games, basketball games in the US. This is something I've never seen before, uh, purely from a branding point of view, what they've implemented. Um, I think they have seven or eight fan zones that are just dedicated to FIFA fan zones. Um, obviously, then you have everything else on top of that, beach clubs. Um, there's going to be massive concerts here. I know for, um, they're bringing over, for example, um, some of the stages from Glastonbury that are used. And you have to remember as well, this, as I said, is a very, very small country. Um, so from an operations point of view, it's, it's something that I've never seen before. What I will say is that um, purely from a branding point of view and from looking at it, they've, they've literally erected um, players' um, stickers and murals on all the buildings in, in West Bay, it's called, which will be uh, the financial district. And it looks incredible. It really, really does look incredible. Um, so yeah, in terms of scale and in terms of size, I've definitely not seen anything like it before. I'm sure you've got a sense of the negative publicity the World Cup is attracting in this part of the world in terms of Qatar's human rights record, the impact it's had on the, the workers in building the, the eighth stadia for the tournament. Is any of that conveyed where you are in the Qatari media? Is it a talking point, a matter of debate at all? Yeah, I, I think it is. And it's, it's, um, it's something that is is very tricky um, in this part of the world to speak about because, for example, you know, that there was um, the report about the migrant deaths and, and, and the number of the migrant deaths, which of course, you know, any death at all um, hosting an event is, is, is it shouldn't happen. Um, what, the, what has been kind of the rhetoric here has been that, you know, there, there seems to be an attack coming from um, the West and, that, and that's kind of the approach that they're taking. Um, so as I said, like fr from my point of view, you know, I, I can only look at and I can only speak about what I've seen here. Um, and as I said, all the companies that I've worked with in my time here, um, the way that they've treated people has been second to none. Um, you know, it's it's been really. I haven't seen it, Austin. That's me being totally honest, and it's it's something that it would be unfair for me to speak about. Uh, I looked; it was interesting. I watched the um, the latest Netflix documentary about FIFA yesterday uh, a couple of uh, episodes of it and it seemed to be you know even Argentina in 1978 it seemed to be used as a World Cup for propaganda um, so I think the World Cup and what we've seen even recently with Russia in 2018 it seems to be used as kind of a political game tournament um, which is obviously not you know the, the memories that I would have of a World Cup or I'm sure most of the Irish population would have you know you look back at 2002 um, when the country basically came to a standstill um, so yeah, it's 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 a different approach out here. Um, it seems to be that they're they're getting kind of hit from every single angle, and obviously you know there there seems to be concerns around um, you know human rights and and, and everything else that's going on. Um, what I would say is that from my point of view, I think it'll be an inclusive tournament for people to come to. Um, I think that FIFA have made that very apparent, and they've made statements about that. Um, I think it's it is a welcoming country. As I said, the majority of the population here, three quarters of it, is expat. Um, obviously, you know you're living in their house, so when you're living in somebody's house, you obey by their rules. 
Um, but I think with FIFA coming here, this is Qatar's chance, and not only Qatar, but the Gulf's chance and the Arab world's chance to show the world what they can do. Um, so, you know, that's all I can speak about, really. It, it'll be very unfair of me to, to speak about anything else, but obviously um, there does seem to be um, a, a rhetoric around it at the minute, um, which, yeah, again, it'll be unfair, unfair for me to comment on. Are there local leagues in soccer in Qatar, Jake? Like, is there a Qatari equivalent of the Southern Hotel Super League or the Sligo Leitrim Youth Soccer Leagues? Yeah, there is. Yeah, and it's actually I've played in it, honestly, to be fair, and it's been it's been great. I've I've really really enjoyed it. So, um, when I moved out, there was a club here called Parkhouse United, which was basically for Irish expats. Um, it was set up, I think, about maybe be 12, 14 years ago. And um, there's two guys running it. One guy from Derry. Um, and one guy from Dublin, and yeah, it's uh, we were really, really fortunate because we actually got to play um, and train on all the World Cup facilities for the training facilities. So we basically tested them um, in the lead up to the teams arriving now, obviously in the next couple of days for the World Cup. So that was really, really enjoyable. The standard was so, so high. Um, in terms of like the amateur teams, I know that there was players brought in from from different countries um, to play in the second division out here. Um, and they, their third uh, team played in the community league um, for the World Cup, so the standard was really, really high. Um, there was a couple of guys on on my team uh, that played League of Ireland. There was a, a Tipperary uh, hurler, former hurler. He was he was very, very good. Uh, I, I I don't know if he's won in All Ireland. He definitely played in All Ireland final because he doesn't stop talking about it. Uh, but yeah, the, the standard has been really, really good. Um, and that's one thing that I would say as well is that. Um, in terms of the World Cup, and, and the, definitely a positive of that, is that the communities around Qatar um, have received funding to develop football programmes. Um, I know Qatar Foundation as well does a lot of work for um, children with disabilities, which was something that has never been here uh, previously. So uh, football is definitely something that they're, they're very, very proud of, and, and they definitely want to bring to the forefront now over the next couple of weeks. Will you go and watch some of the games? I will, yeah, yeah. Fortunate enough um, to get tickets to the quarterfinals and to the uh, semifinals. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, we have a couple of friends coming over, a couple of family members. Um, and actually, there, there's a couple of people here as well that are going to be coming with us. So we're looking forward to it. Um, I think it'll be a good tournament, as I said. I think a lot of it will depend on, on what the football is like. If the football is obviously bad, um, they need to get prepared for that. But if the football is good, then I, I think... Um, you know, it, it should be a good tournament for all. And I think, as I said, it should be a welcoming tournament for all.